the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. to the Gypsy Christian Hour, and I'm your host, Sam Nicholas. I'll be with you for the next hour. We're a live program here in studio, and we are here to take your calls. We're here to take your calls for prayer. Call in for prayer. Call in with your prayer requests. Call in with your questions. But first of all, we're going to open our program in prayer. So would you join me right now? Would you just pray for this next hour that we would, how can I say this? that we would encounter, that we would come into contact with an awesome and mighty God who's ready and able to bless each and every listener, each and every caller. So, Father, I pray that. I pray, Lord, that we would have an encounter with you tonight. As we are at our radios, as we're at our PCs, smartphones, however, Lord, however they're listening, the listening audience is out there, Lord. Your people's out there. They're the ones who need your touch. We all need your touch. I need your touch right now. You know, I can't do this radio program. I can't. I need you, Holy Spirit, to speak through me, to talk, to, to pray through me, to use me right now, Lord, for your purpose, for your plan. Lord, that you would bless each and every listener, each and every caller that needs would be met tonight. Father, and I pray for the lost. I pray that something tonight would be said that would touch the hearts of those who haven't received salvation yet through Jesus Christ. You said, Jesus, that you're the way, the truth, and the life, and that no one comes to the Father but through you. And I pray that that message would be heard tonight and that those who have not received you would receive you tonight as their Lord and Savior, as we have all. I just pray, Father, that you would take over. Holy Spirit, take over in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, again, I'm so glad to be with you tonight. You're listening to the Gypsy Christian Hour. I'm your host, Sam Nicholas, and we're here live in studio. As I said, we are ready to take your calls and pray for your prayer requests, answer questions, and just share the gospel in any way that we can. So if you need prayer... 
If you know somebody who needs prayer, call in tonight. The number is 888-995-5552. If you need prayer, if you know somebody who needs prayer, the number is 888-995-5552. That's the number to call. You know, whatever's going on in your life right now that you want to ask the Lord to make a difference in, whether it's your spiritual situation, maybe you strayed away from the Lord, maybe you've been doing things that you shouldn't be doing, uh, maybe you're just burned out, you know, maybe you you don't know what to do, but you don't feel the Lord as close as you used to. Well, you know what I say, and you know, I didn't I didn't make this up, but it's something I, I repeat all the time. You know, when you feel far from God, who do you think moved? God didn't move. You know, the book of Hebrews tells us that Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever. He doesn't change. You know, that's, what, that's, one, that's one of God's, uh, you know, attributes. He's immutable, unchangeable. He doesn't change. You know, we change. You know, we change from day to day, from year to year. But God doesn't change. He's the same as he was yesterday, today, and forever. The day that you gave your life to Christ and you felt that love and that grace and you felt so close to God, he hasn't changed. We're affected by the world. We're affected by temptation. We're affected by sin. And sometimes we get into a spiritual rut. Well, God is calling you back. If you're in that spiritual rut, the way back to God starts in prayer. So why don't you pray? So like I said, if you're in the spiritual need and you're feeling far from God, let's start the road back to God. So if you need spiritual help, call in tonight. If you have a physical ailment, if you're sick or ill or you know somebody who's sick or ill, that's the time to call. That's the time to call for prayer. That's the time to be prayed for. We need to get that request before the Lord. You know, if you're having financial difficulties, again, you know, the blessing of the Lord makes one rich and he adds no sorrow. That's that's Psalms. That's the word of God. God delights in the prosperity of his people. That's another scripture. So if you're having financial problems, and we all are, you know, this... This rate of inflation, uh, you know, I don't know about you, but work just seems to be uh, few and far, you know, it's just a terrible time right now. But God can change that. God can change that. But it starts in prayer. So call in. The number is 888-995-5552. If you need prayer, if you know somebody who needs prayer, I encourage you to call in 888 888- Nine nine five 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 two. Another reason to call for prayer is addictions. You know, sometimes, you know, these, if it's alcohol or if it's drugs, gambling, pornography, you know, there, there's, there's, a multitude of addic- that the, there's a multitude of addictions out there that the enemy tries to use to get us away from the Lord, to get our mind to get our life, to get a hold of our mind, get a hold of our life. And it's impossible to break these addictions alone. We need the Lord. We need help. 
So if you're battling an addiction and you need help, call in tonight. The answer begins in prayer. Recovery, sobriety begins in prayer. The number for that is 888-995-5552. Also, for your Bible questions. You know, last week we had some great Bible questions. And I'm encouraging you, if you have a Bible question, a a question about Christianity, a question about doctrine, theology, the cults, the occult, you know, scripture verses that, that, you know, we had a lot of scripture verses last week that people needed an explanation or wanted an answer to or wanted to be enlightened by. You know, so if you have something you want to ask or talk about tonight as far as a question of Scripture, doctrine, theology, whatever, call in tonight. Again, the number is 888-995-5552. Call in with your prayer requests. Call in with your questions. We're here to be helpful, helpful in prayer, helpful in the knowledge of Scripture, we want to lead, I want to lead you in a place where you are closer to the Lord or where you're more equipped to defend your, your, your faith. You know, today it's not enough just to know what you believe. And God bless you if you know what you believe, if you've got a good understanding of what you believe. But, you know, you also need to know why you believe it. Why do I believe that the Bible is the inerrant, Word of God. Why is Scripture, the Bible, my all-sufficient uh, authority for life and conduct? You know, I like what, what Pastor Greg Laurie says about an acronym about the Bible. You know, the Bible is an acronym, of B-I-B-L-E. It's, uh, the Bible is instructions before leaving earth. Basic instruction before leaving earth. That's it. B-I-B-L-E. Basic instruction before leaving earth. It's God's word. It's his message of love and reconciliation and salvation for all of us. We need the word of God. We need to know what we believe, and we need to be able to tell people why we believe it. So why do you believe the Bible is the inspired Word of God? That's a good question to ask tonight. You know, I'm asking you, do you believe that the Word of God, do you believe that the Bible is the inspired Word of God? There's no no mistakes, no contradictions. It's totally and completely 100% true, everything in the Bible. So if you've got a comment about that, call in. The number is 888 995 Five five, five two. Uh, again, today is Sunday. It's the Lord's Day. We're just starting out our Sunday morning, and I'm glad you're starting it with us at the Gypsy Christian Hour. But I want to encourage you to be in church. Be in church. Church is, you know, very important to a Christian. It's where we go as the body of Christ. As we gather together, you know, in strength and in power through the Holy Spirit. We are blessed, and we are a blessing to the Lord. We offer up our worship, which is a sweet-smelling fragrance unto the Lord. We offer up our prayers, and we hear his word. We hear preaching. We hear the message. We're encouraged by the message. We're built up by the message. We're uh, convicted by the message. And the word has power 
to change our lives. Amen. I hope you agree. Wherever you are, be in church this Sunday, today, whether it's morning, afternoon, evening services, whenever your church is is, is, is having a service, support your local church because your church is there to support you. If you don't have a church that you go to, I'll help you find one. All you have to do is email me at sammynla.kkla at gmail.com. Let me know what area you live in. Uh, I had a an email last week right after the uh, program, and I recommended a church. Uh, this lady was out in the, uh, she asked anywhere between San Dimas and Pasadena. And, of course, I recommended the Hills Church in Arcadia, and I also uh, recommended uh, Pastor Albert Tate. He's in Monrovia. Uh, so, you know, those are two churches that I recommended for her in, in, in our area. Uh, if you need a church to go to, if you need a local church, let me help you find one. Just let me know what area you live in, and I'll recommend at least two churches for you uh, in your area. Uh, you can email me at Sammy, that's S-A-M-M-Y, and as in Nancy, uh, that's Sammy, N-L-A, dot K-K-L-A, at gmail.com. You can also uh, email me your questions, and uh, I'll uh, answer them on the following broadcast. You'll have to listen for your answer. And, of course, if you email me your prayer requests, we'll be praying for you all that week. So, again, it's Sammy, N-L-A, S-A-M-M-Y, N as in Nancy, L-A dot K-K-L-A at gmail.com. Okay, got some announcements that I just want to share with you. And then we're going to pray for some. Prayer. We're going to pray for a prayer list, and then we'll get to our our callers. So, Eric, Omar, David, please keep holding on. Don't hang up. We'll get to your calls in just a minute or two, and uh, we've got uh, at least three more open lines. So, call in with your prayer requests. Call in with your questions, your comments. Eight 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 nine nine five 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 two. This coming Monday. Uh, many of you remember Frank Sontag. Uh, he uh, did his program here at KKLA for, I think, like seven or eight years he was here. And he went on to uh, devote his time to Kingdom Men's Gatherings. It's a uh, men's gathering uh, ministry towards men, uh, really to, be, to teach us how to be warriors, teach us to be men of God. And Frank is having uh, a dinner uh, this Monday, it's Dinner with Frank, and it's going to be at Freedom Church in Chatsworth. Um, it is a ticketed event. It's $30, but I encourage you, you know, you've still got time. Go to Kingdom Men's Gathering. Just Google uh, Kingdom Men's Gathering or just Google Frank Sontag, and you'll find the link to his uh, uh, website, and you can register and get a ticket for Dinner with Frank uh, there's going to be uh, speakers and it's going to be uh, uh, a gathering for men uh, to be encouraged and to see what's going on with Kingdom Men's Gathering, what the future lies uh, ahead for uh, for Frank and what he's doing. So I'll be there. Uh, I've got my ticket and I hope you'll be there too. All the men, uh, get your tickets and join us at uh, Dinner with Frank, Kingdom Men's Gathering at Freedom Church. In Chatsworth, it's going to be Monday, 
this coming Monday, July 24th, and it's from 7 to 9 p.m. So let's get out there and uh, let's be encouraged and let's be built up in the Lord uh, with, uh, with Frank Sontag. Also, this coming September, though this is for pastors and ministers, it's a pastor's conference. It's a KKLA event. It's a free event, but you do have to register. So go to kkla.com and look for the pastor's conference. It's in September. And register uh, pastors, ministers, youth ministers. Uh, if you're part of the church uh, leadership, uh, get registered and let's get together. It's going to be over at Azusa Pacific, and this is going to be in September. So you've got time. But I encourage you, uh, pastors, ministers, uh, choir leaders, you know, if you're in ministry at all, get registered and get out to Azusa Pacific. It's going to be in September. Okay. Uh, also, I want to mention again, I mentioned this movie, uh, Sound of Freedom. I wanted to know if you've seen it yet, if you're going to see it, what you've heard about it. It's an impactful movie about child trafficking that we really you know it's 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 a major hit but it's very moving and it's very difficult to be to to watch this movie and know that it's a true story and it should open our eyes to what's going on uh in the child trafficking uh area we 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 need you know we need to get our our politicians our congress people our senators we need to get them going at, break, at breaking this this terrible, terrible uh, thing that's going on. Uh, but uh, get out and see this movie, and and get aware of what's going on. Uh, if you if you've seen it already, give me a call. And let me know what you think. Uh, you know, there's been a lot of controversy about it, but there shouldn't be, because we all need to get behind our law enforcement, our our Congress people, our uh, senators. And let's let's encourage them to break down this crime of, of child trafficking. It's 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 a, it's, it's terrible. You know, uh, I think I don't know what else I can say about it. Okay, so we're going to pray for some people, and if you need prayer, call in eight 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 nine nine five 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 two. If you need prayer, if you know somebody who needs prayer. If you have a question, question about the Bible, about doctrine, theology, whatever's on your mind, we're here, 888-995-5552. Well, we're going to pray for Tony Nicholas, my brother. Uh, He's recovering from a stroke, so we want to keep Tony in prayer. We also want to pray for Ronnie and Katie. Uh, Katie's been in the hospital uh, for quite some time. We want to pray for total and complete healing. We want to pray for Joey and Nicole and family. Also, David and Danielle. I want to pray for Holly. And also for Mimi. Uh, Mimi uh, needs healing from a cyst. And she also has a housing request about her lease. The Lord knows. So, Father, we come before you, Lord. So grateful, so thankful, Lord, that we can come before you. We come before you in the name of Jesus, who opened the road for us, who made our way back to you, Lord by forgiving us of our sins, cleansing us from all unrighteousness, and making us whole again. Lord, I thank you for Jesus. Thank you that we can come to you in his name. 
knowing that you hear us, Lord. We pray for Tony. I pray healing upon his mind, his body, his soul, Lord. I pray total and complete healing. I pray, Lord, for Ronnie and Katie. I pray your healing upon her, Lord, from, from the crown of her head to the soles of her feet. Whatever is going on, Lord, in her, with her heart, with her, with her blood, I pray, Lord, that you would heal her completely and totally. Watch over Ronnie. Lord, I pray for Joey and Nicole, that you would make their way, Lord, that you would make their way clear, that you would make a path for them, Lord, in the desert. Provide for them, Lord, in every way. And, and, and let them be joyful in your will. I just pray, Lord, that your perfect will would be accomplished in their life. I pray especially for Noah, Lord, for what he's going through, Lord. I just pray, Lord, that you would just bless him. Thank you for his healing, Lord. I pray for David and Danielle, their desire, I pray for Holly, Lord. Protect her, watch over her, and let all things go well. And I pray for Mimi, your healing upon her life, upon her situations, upon all of her needs, Lord. I just pray your blessing in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, praise the Lord. You're listening to the Gypsy Christian Hour, and I'm your host, Sam Nicholas, and we're ready to take your phone calls. So if you need prayer, if you know somebody who needs prayer, call in. If you have a question about Christianity, about doctrine, theology, whatever is your question, call in with that also. We'll try and help you. 888 995 5552. That's 888-995-KKLA on your dial for your prayer requests, for your questions, your comments. Call in. Let's go to our phone lines, and we're going to take our first caller. We're going to talk to Omar. Hi, Omar. You're on the Gypsy Christian Hour. Hello, Omar. Hello. Yes, hello. Hi, Omar. You're on the Gypsy Christian Hour. Hey, <laughs> that's nice to know, man. Um, yeah, I'm just, I was here in the radio, bro, and as I was driving with my family, we actually just came from uh, the pier here in Santa Monica. Um, I was doing a lot of reflecting, you know, about, you know, what you're saying and and what Jesus has done for us on that cross and mm-hmm. how he has brought salvation to our lives. But I've also, I was telling um, your um I don't know what he is, but it's another person in your show, and I mean in your radio. The call screener. That, yeah. Uh, yes. That um, I'm having difficulties with my marriage, honestly. Um, I, I, me and my wife were saved two years ago, and uh, some most of the time it's it's always good, but then we get days like you know this past week where we just have been having arguments, you know, back mm-hmm. and forth, and like, and like I was saying, like God is with us and Jesus dwells in us, but. But then we sometimes still have, you know, those fleshly desires where we just want to have our pride and it kind of gets in between, you know, and mm-hmm. we don't want to be wrong, you know, and I know that's not a godly marriage. So, so, you know, I just, you know, I was hearing you and I would want like a prayer for us, for my marriage, for well, my wife. Well, let's, um, let's, let's pray and then we'll talk a little bit. Heavenly Father, I pray for Omar. I pray for Omar and his wife, Lord. Lord, you've called them to be united in marriage, that the two would come together as one flesh, Lord. Lord, I pray that they would be 
Omar, you need to shut off your radio, buddy. There's a there's a 10 second delay and it's very difficult. So, Father, I just pray, Lord, that you would heal whatever's going on in their marriage, Lord, and that they would share the intimacy, Lord, that comes in marriage, Lord, the emotional, spiritual intimacy that a man and woman can have in you, Lord. I pray, Father, that whatever comes against them, that nothing, no weapon formed against them would prevail, but that you would have victory in every circumstance, in every situation, Lord. And I pray, Father, that their marriage would be a delight to all who see them. Lord, that their children would be joyful in the relationship that they see their mom and dad. Lord, I just pray a total and complete blessing upon their life. I just pray a blessing upon their marriage in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, Omar, I just want to encourage you with a few with a few words, you know, about marriage. No marriage is perfect, you know, yeah. uh, and we all have arguments, we all have disagreements, but there is an art to arguments, you know. And sometimes we just, as men, we need to take off the Mister Fix It cap. We can't fix everything, you know. And a lot of times our wives don't want us to fix things. They just want us to listen to their to their complaints or to whatever they feel is wrong. So I would encourage you to put on your listening cap and try and not just hear what your wife is saying, but listen to what she's saying, you know, and, you know, work things out, you know, be a good listener and uh, another thing, there are certain words that we shouldn't we shouldn't use, like never. You never do this, or you always do that, you know. Uh, and also, you know, f- here's something I just learned recently: feelings don't think. You know, your feelings are separate from your thoughts. When you, you know, w- when you feel something. That doesn't make it true, you know, but you can tell your wife, you know, honey, when you say something like this, it makes me feel, and you fill in the blank, you know, uh, try and share with, you know, try and share with her, you know, what your feelings are, but don't think that those feelings are always true, you know, and, uh, you know, assumptions I'm, I'll tell you myself, assumptions is my are my worst enemies. When I think I know what my wife is thinking, it's always wrong. <laughs> does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah it does. Don't assume that you know what your wife is thinking, you know, and you just got to talk things through, you know, uh, talk things through and, and just, you know, be the man that God called you to be. You know, be the spiritual leader, you know, and sometimes you just need to say, you know, honey, before we go any further, let's pray. Let's pray that the Lord would be with us in this discussion, even if we're arguing that the Lord would be with us. Sometimes you just need to take a breather. Sometimes you just need to say, you know, 
I can't deal with this right now. I'm going to go take a walk. Or maybe we should, you know, never argue in anger. You know, there, there's, there's lots of, like I said, arguing is an art. You know, there is, uh, there are ways that we can argue or, or have disputes or, or, or discussions like this that doesn't hurt our marriage, that, that will build up our marriage. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. You know, and, you know, there are lots of uh, uh, books on the subject. Uh, if, you, if, if you like titles, uh, I would call New Life Ministries, uh, 1-800-NEW-LIFE. They have a lot of good literature on, on marriage and, you know, uh, how to work through things. It's 1-800-NEW-LIFE, and you can give them a call, and they'll give you some titles of books, or they'll, you can order some, a book from them. There are many, many resources. Okay? Thank you, man. Thank you so much for, for your time and for taking the time to for that prayer. And, uh, really no problem. That's what we're God. here for. God bless you, my friend. Good night. God bless you. Bye. Bye. Let's go to our next uh, caller, and we're going to talk to... Well, we've got two Davids. Uh, David has a question about healing, so we'll talk to that David first. Hi, David. You're on the Gypsy Question Hour. Hey, Sammy. How are you? Doing well, David. How are you doing? I'm doing good. Um, actually, I called before. I've, I, I suffer through a lot of chronic pain every day, um, and I've uh, kind of wondering now what's, what's making it all come up because... You know, I've been praying. I've been asking for prayer, and mm-hmm. sometimes I wonder why God doesn't choose to heal me and you know to heal others. Yeah. And then I go to these doctors, and uh, they give me the okay with these exams, the tests that I do. But yet the next day I still have the same ailment, and I was wondering, like, if it's, is it being, am I being misdiagnosed or what's going on? Because it just doesn't seem to ever go away, and it's just kind of it's irritating me and. I know I, I used to have thoughts before mm-hmm. where I had to go see counsel, you know, wanting to die, and I just it's, it's hard to deal with. Well, you know, David, uh, you know, first of all, I'm so sorry for what you're going through. Believe me, uh, I've I've I went through chronic uh, pain in my lower abdomen for almost 20 years on and off uh, until they diagnosed me with. Uh, gallstones and I had to have surgery and it was excruciating pain so I want to encourage you that you know uh, hopefully they'll eventually find out what's going on with you and be able to treat you but you're not alone you know Paul the apostle you know went through a similar situation and I'll read you what he had to say in 2nd Corinthians the 12th chapter Seven verse begins, because of the surpassing greatness of the revelations, for this reason, to keep me from exalting myself, there was given me a thorn in the flesh, a messenger of Satan to torment me, to keep me from exalting myself. Concerning this, I implored the Lord three times that it might leave me. And he, he said to me, my grace is sufficient for you, for power is perfected in weakness. Most gladly, therefore, I will rather boast about my weaknesses so that the power of Christ may dwell in me. You know, there was something wrong with Paul. You know, there was a physical problem in his flesh. 
Some people think it was uh, chronic pain. Some people think it was an eye disease. But whatever it was, he, he implored the Lord three times to heal him. And God told him, my grace is sufficient for you. And we yeah. need to, you know, all we can do is, you know, be thankful that we're saved, which is an immense thing to say. You know, but as long as we're here on this earth, we're going to be uh, in a fallen state. You know, the world is in a fallen state. Even though we're saved, doesn't mean we're not going to experience sickness or illness. And eventually, if the Lord tarries, death from our last disease. You know, not many people die from old age anymore. You know, there's always a sickness, a disease, a problem that is our last sickness. You know, I'm not, and I pray that uh, this that you have many, many more years on this earth, and that you would be healed from your sickness, uh, from whatever is going on. And I want to encourage you that there's always hope, always hope in Christ for healing, whether it's through miraculous healing, whether it's through a doctor, medication, even surgery. In my case, it was surgery, and uh, the gallbladder needed to be removed. And, you know, uh, mm-hmm. so there's there's always hope. So, Father, I pray for David again, Lord. I pray I that your you. grace would be sufficient for all of his needs, that you would provide a doctor, Lord, that you would provide a medication, even a surgery, Lord, that would free him from this chronic pain and illness, Lord. I pray your supernatural healing upon him. I pray that your hand would be upon him, Lord, and that you would give him the relief that he so desperately desires. Lord, we pray according to your will and your purpose for his life. And I pray, Lord, your healing in Jesus' name. Amen. Jesus' name. Yeah, I also wanted to let you know I did see that movie, Sound of Freedom. I, I thought it was very touching, um, you know, because of it's a true story. And, yeah. Uh, it, it, it made me, I didn't realize that that really went on. It, you know, I didn't realize the extent that it goes on. How many hundreds of children are taken from their families every year. And I didn't, what what really disgusted me was the fact that the United States is the biggest uh, consumer of child slavery. Yeah. You know, this this, this doesn't, this this isn't happening just on far foreign shores, you know, South America or Africa or Europe. This is happening right here in the United States and the more there's more child trafficking in the United States than anywhere else. There are more there are more slaves today than at the than, than at the height of slavery back when it was legal. You know, in the eighteen hundreds. It's crazy. And something has to be done. Something needs to be done. And I pray that our law enforcement and politicians will rise up and be godly and save the children. Amen. Amen. The, the ending was Jim Caviezel when he spoke. That was, that was Jim Caviezel, yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, this is this is not a political issue, and you know, a, a lot of people are trying to politicize this movie, but it shouldn't be. Yeah. It should be an awakening to what's going on here at home and, and abroad. It's, it's, it's crazy. Yeah. 
You know, and I liked what he said. The, what he said, God's children are not for sale. You yeah. Know, for, yeah. You know, Jesus yeah. paid the price, and we're not for sale. Neither the adults or the children. Amen? Amen. All right, David. God bless you, my friend. I hope you feel better. I will. God bless you. Good night. Let's go to our next caller. And if you'd like to call in, if you have a comment, uh, if you have a question, if you have a prayer request, I invite you to call in at 888-995-5552. Let's go to our next caller, another David on line four. Hey, David, you're on the Jeff C. Christian Hour. Hello, how's it going, Brother Sam? Doing well, brother. How are you doing? Awesome. Awesome. So I have a very important question for you. And it's such a blessing to be on this on this task with you tonight. Thank you so much. Um, so my really important question is, right now I'm working with two, it's an elderly couple. They've been together for many years. Um, and they're Jewish. And I work in construction, so I'm helping them outside with their windows. And it's been a good week that I've been working with them. Um, very nice people. Um, you know, they give me coffee in the morning, kind of nice people and everything. Mm-hmm. But um, they're Jewish people, and I have a very important question for you. And I've been praying about the about this kind of situation. And it's kind of funny because I just turned on the radio this this night, and I just woke up from a nap, like, not kidding. And I turned on the radio, and you mm-hmm. guys are taking calls. So I took this as my chance. Brother Sam, how can I share the gospel? And for them to really understand it, they came from Romania. So they're, you know, they're very much more older than me, much more wiser than mm-hmm. me. I'm an 18-year-old boy. Um, didn't, didn't grow up much and came to know the Lord by His grace. We have been saved. Mm-hmm. And I have this hope in my heart that God has sent me towards these elderly people um, for this purpose. And I think so they can know the truth right. and have some insight, some wise words from you, brother, please. Well, first of all, thank you, and God bless you for your desire to, to preach the gospel, to share the gospel with them, especially with, with two elderly Jews. You know, they're Eastern European, and they're you know probably been in their religion for most of their lives, and they're very acquainted with the Jewish religion and the the the, uh, the Torah. So what I would do, where I would start was would would be first of all, is you've already started. You've be you 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 you've been you've been their friend. You had coffee yeah. with them, so you have a relationship with them. And what I like to do is I like to ask questions, and I would ask him, right. like you'd say, like, well, you know, I'm a Christian, and I believe in Jesus, and I was just wondering. What do you think about Jesus? And then listen to their response. And they might say something like, well, we believe he was a good teacher, uh, but we don't believe he's the Messiah. And you would point out that Jesus fulfilled every Old Testament prophecy about the Messiah. Every single prophecy that was ever prophesied about the Messiah Jesus fulfilled it. And he couldn't do it on his own. 
he couldn't, right. you know, he couldn't uh, uh, be born in Bethlehem by, by, by his own will. You know, these, right. there were things that he, you know, uh, it was prophesied that he would be, that he would suffer the Isaiah, the 53rd chapter, you know, all of the prophecies that were in the old Testament were, were fulfilled by Jesus about the Messiah. Also, gee, if they say, well, he was a good teacher. Well, was he really a good teacher? Because he said that he was the son of God. He said, before Abraham was, I am. So, so he, he proclaimed himself the same as the father. He said, he is the I am. He also said in John fourteen six, I am the way, I am the truth, I am the life. No one comes to the father, but through me. So now this means one of three things. Either Jesus was a liar, okay? He knew he wasn't God, and he, he, he claimed to be God. Or he was a lunatic, which he thought uh, he was the son of God, or proclaimed himself to be God and wasn't, or he's Lord. He really is the Messiah. He really is who he says he was. You know, so these are things to to mention to them, be respectful, be gentle, and just put it in the sense that this is what I believe. You understand? This is not you have to believe this or you have to receive this. This is put yeah, it on yourself yeah, right. as this is what I believe. What do you think? You, right. you see what I mean? Very good. Yeah, that's very insightful. Thank you so much. That's very, I, I do understand this to be maybe a, a hard topic for many, uh, many pastors, many people that teach the word. And, and I'm just so grateful to the Lord God for this podcast, for you, Brother Sam. Thank, Thank you. Thank you for your prayers for the Lord's people. Well, let's pray uh, for this couple right God. now. Let's pray for them, David. Pastor Father, in the name of we just come before you and we're praying for this, for this Jewish couple, Lord, that you would use David, Lord, to just share with them the gospel, share with them how Jesus loves them and how he came to be the ultimate sacrifice for our sins, that we might have life eternal with you, Lord, in your, in your kingdom. So, Father, I just pray that you would give David the words, the wisdom, the power of the Holy Spirit, Lord, to speak through him, and that he would just share all this, Lord, and that they would receive eternal life through Jesus Christ, that they would receive Jesus as their Savior. And we pray all this in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 And just remember, just remember to tell them how much Jesus loves them. You know, I love what, you know, Jesus, you know, Pastor Steve Wilburn, he always says, when was the last time somebody told you there's a God in heaven who loves you? Just remember to share the love of Jesus Christ with them. Amen. Of course, we'll do. Thank you so much, Brother Sam. Okay, God bless. Good night. Well, you're listening to the Gypsy Christian Hour. We've got about 15 minutes left in the program, and I just want to share with you uh, that uh, we we are a listener-supported program. 
and we depend on your donations, on your charity, uh, to help us stay here at KKLA. So I hope that you'll consider praying about helping us. Uh, if the Lord leads, you know, you can send your donation to GC, or you make your check or money order out to GCH Ministries. That stands for the Gypsy Christian Hour. GCH Ministries. And you can send it to P.O. Box 93917, Pasadena, California. And the zip code is 91109. You know, this will be uh, our, well, we're, we're here 36 years. We started back in 1987 here at KKLA. And uh, we'd love to be here as long as the Lord provides. But he's going to use you to provide. So would you send a check for $5, $10, $50, $100, whatever you can afford? We would so greatly appreciate your help. So again, make your check or money order out to GCH Ministries and send it to P.O. Box 93917, Pasadena, California, 91109. Uh, it's really appreciated. Whatever you can do. There are no small donations. Anything you send in goes directly to helping us stay here at KKLA. Amen. Well, uh, I've got a note here that says Ramon wants to wants to lift up prayer for all the fallen. So, Lord, I join with Ramon and with all the listeners that we would pray for those who have not received eternal life through Jesus Christ. I pray, Lord, for those, Lord, who have hardened their heart. Lord, I pray that the Holy Spirit would make a way, Lord, to soften their heart and that they would hear the gospel and receive Jesus as their Lord and Savior. I pray for conviction of sin. I pray for the conviction of sin, Lord, and the repentance of their hearts. I pray that they would repent and seek forgiveness through the power of grace in their life. Yes, Lord, I pray for grace and mercy. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Well, again, you're listening to the Gypsy Christian Hour. I'm Sam Nicholas, your host. And you can call in tonight with your prayer requests. You can call in tonight with your Bible questions, comments, whatever's on your mind tonight. Call in at 888-995-5552. That's 888-995-5552. 5552 for the live on the air calls. If you need prayer, if you know somebody needs prayer, if you have a question about the Bible, about Christianity, doctrine, theology, whatever's on your mind tonight, call in 888 995 5552. Let's go to our next caller and we're going to talk to Eric. Hi, Eric. You're on the Gypsy Christian Hour. Hi, Pastor Sam Nicholas. I have a couple of questions. Okay. Do you speak in tongues, Pastor Sam Nicholas? Yes, I do. I do speak in tongues. Okay. Pastor Sam Nicholas, uh, who were those people in Matthew 7, 21, 22, 23, when you said in the Day of Judgment, I never knew, depart from mm. me, you workers of iniquity? You're saying uh, Matthew 7, let me get to that. 21, 22 through 23. Okay, let's read that. <clears throat> Excuse me. 
Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven. But he who does the will of my Father, who is in heaven, will enter. Many will say to me on that day, Lord, Lord, did we not prophesy in your name? In your name cast out demons, and in your name perform many miracles. And then I will declare to them, I never knew you. Depart from me, you who practice lawlessness. So your question is, who were these people? Who were those people, yes, in the Day of Judgment? Well, these were people who were false Christians. These are people who claimed to be Christians, but really weren't. And how do we know they weren't Christians? Because Jesus says, I never knew you. Even though they prophesied, even though they cast out demons, even though they performed miracles. You know, a lot of times God uses those people in spite of themselves. You know, there are many false prophets out there, uh, you know, that go out there and they're false prophets. But the people that are gathering to hear them, they really want to know the Lord. And they come out to worship the Lord, you know. That's true. And God blesses the people in spite of the speaker, you know. God does not withhold his blessing from those who are truly seeking him. You know, in in Jeremiah 29, 12, it says, uh, Then you will come and pray to me and search for me with all your heart, and I will hear you, declares the Lord, you know. So these were people who were prophesying and were preaching and were doing things not out of their relationship or their love for Christ, but out of their own uh, self-ambition and, you know, uh, seeking glory for themselves. So these were false prophets, false preachers, uh, and Jesus said, I never knew you because... Jesus said in John 17, and this is eternal life, to know the one true God and Jesus Christ whom you have sent. And that means to have a relationship with Jesus. You know, they they never had a relationship with Jesus Christ. They never sought him for who he really is, Lord and Savior. You know, they they, they were doing what they were doing out of their own selfish ambition. And they weren't doing it for the love of Christ or for the love of the people or for truly preaching the gospel that people would be saved. They wanted the glory for themselves. And God will not share his glory with any man. So in the end, uh, when they came before Christ, Christ said, depart from me because I never knew you. You know, and this should should be a a lesson for every Christian that we can't do works out of selfish ambition. We need to do works out of gratefulness for what Christ has done for us. You know, we're saved not by good works, but unto good works. How can I know that I'm going to heaven when I die? Because I, I trust in Jesus. Well, if you trust in the Lord, if you've given your life to Christ, and you're a new creation, if you're born again, you're going to heaven. You know, how do I know I'm born again? Has my life changed? You know, am I trying to be a better person than I was before? Am I allowing the Holy Spirit to lead me and guide me? Am I, uh, am I uh, obedient to Christ? 
You know, he says, if you love me, you will obey me. You know, now that doesn't mean that we're sinless, you know, but as Christians, we should be sinning less and less, not more and more. Okay? Okay, thank you, Pastor Simmons. Okay, Eric. God bless you, my friend. God bless you. God bless you too. Bye-bye. Good night. And that's, that's the gospel, you know. First, that Christ loves us. Jesus came to die on the cross for us. Jesus came to forgive us of our sins. You know, he gave the ultimate sacrifice on the cross that we might have eternal life. And I want to read this again. You know, I quote it all the time. You know, Jesus was in the garden, and he was speaking to the Lord. He said, it starts in, in, in John 17, Jesus spoke these things, and lifting up his eyes to heaven, he said, Father, the hour has come. Glorify your Son, that the Son may glorify you, even as you gave him authority over all flesh, that to all whom you have given him, he may give eternal life. And this is eternal life, that they may know you, the only true God, and Jesus Christ, whom you have sent. I glorify you here on earth, having accomplished the work which you have given me to do. Now, Father, glorify me together with yourself, with the glory which I had with you before the world was. You know, this is eternal life. To know the one true God, to know the Father, to have a relationship with God. You know, we couldn't have a relationship. We couldn't truly have a relationship in our fallen state, in our sinful life that we was living before Jesus Christ. It was only through Jesus Christ, it was only through the gospel when we heard the gospel, when we heard about Jesus' sacrifice on the cross, when we heard that we were sinners. And we needed to be saved. It was only after that that we could truly have a relationship with Jesus Christ, with the Father, through Jesus Christ. And that's what it's all about. It's not about how many times a week you go to church. It's not about how often you read your Bible. It's not about how often you pray. These are all things that come along with your salvation. You know, it doesn't save you just because you go to church. You're not saved just because you go to church. You're not saved because you read the Bible. I know a lot of people who can quote the Bible, you know, inside out, who can quote you chapter and verse, but they're not saved because they only read the Bible. They didn't receive Jesus Christ. So going to church doesn't save you. Reading the Bible doesn't save you. What saves you is when you accept and receive Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, when you respond to his love and his grace that he gave you on the cross, would you like to respond to that love that Jesus exhibited on the cross? You know, he said that the greatest love, that the greatest exhibition of love is to lay down your life for your friend, to lay down life, your life for someone else, and he did. He, he not only laid down his life, he sacrificed his life. He suffered the excruciating pain of the cross. So if you'd like to receive him right now, just say, Jesus, I believe 
that you're God. And I ask you to forgive me of my sins. Yes, I'm a sinner. And I ask you to forgive me of my sins and make me born again. Come and live in my heart. And I want to walk with you for the rest of my life. Thank you, Jesus, for forgiving me. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for coming now and living in my heart that I would be born again. I thank you, Lord. Amen. If you've just prayed that prayer and you really meant it, then you've just received eternal life. You're born again. Now, now you can start going to church with a reason, with a purpose, because you've received Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. Now you can start reading the Bible. And if you don't have a Bible, just email me and I'll send you one. Let me know. You can email me at sammynla.kkla at gmail.com. Start going to church. Start reading your Bible. Pray every day. Seek the Lord. He did it all for you. And you start living for Him. Amen. Well, that music is playing in the background. And that tells me we're out of time for this edition of the Gypsy Christian Hour. I hope you enjoyed the program. I pray God's blessing upon you all this week. Hopefully next week we'll be right back here Saturday nights at midnight. God bless you and good night. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.